even if you're not planning to apply for that company after, you should still treat it like a real job. You know why? Because where are you gonna get your references from? Diba? Actually, even if hindi mo sinabi na, uy, pwede nyo tawagan yung uh, boss ko from my internship. Because the details are already in your resume and may kilala ko sa company na yun, I'm not even gonna tell you that I'm gonna ask. And so you have to think about anong sasabihin nila about me. Whether or not you provide them as reference, there will be something to be said about you. So you have to make sure that that something is for the benefit of your career. Right? Welcome to another episode of Misconception. Today we will have another special episode for those who are still in college. In season one, episode two, I talk about how college is not just about ACADs and how we need to find the perfect balance to build our connections and what to put in our resume. The same thing with another episode that we did on how to build our resume, how to make ourselves stand out, and also how to look for a job by not just factoring money as one of your main considerations. For this particular episode, I want to take a step back and talk about one item that we are very encouraged to add in our CVs, particularly internships or on-the-job trainings. So I know everyone is required to take, most if not everyone are, take, are required to take an internship, Well, there are some other programs who encourage students to take more than one, actually. So today, we'll discuss its value, how to look for one specifically at this time in the pandemic, and of course, how to make the most out of it. I am very much fortunate today to be joined by the founder and CEO of Leab, Dear Drake Conde. So Leab is a career development platform focused on helping Gen Zs in their transition to work life. So Liab creates an avenue for young professionals, fresh graduates, and students to become more employable through their learning programs and partnerships. So thank you very much, Deirdre, for being here today. All right. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, thank you so much. It's really, I, I'm, I was talking to you off the record and I was telling you how impressive this Liab that you, you founded. It's really amazing how we could help all the Gen Z's right now, especially at this day and age. So I'm just going to jump right in in my question since season two is about decision. My question is, what made you decide to take an internship when it was your time to take an internship then? So funnily enough, actually, which is why I'm excited for this question, I did not do an internship. I did not do an internship when I was in college because I was supposed to go to med school. So I at the time I was thinking, okay, why would I do an internship? I'm just going to med. So and then, you know, life happened and then I discovered a lot of things about myself. So I decided, okay, I'm not going to med anymore. And so when I was job hunting already as a fresh grad, I realized, oh no, it's going to be hard for me to to land a job or even to get my resume noticed because I did not do an internship and I'm going straight to to looking for a job. So I did not do an internship, but then I know its value because I really felt how difficult it was going to be or, well, actually, how difficult it was to get noticed without an internship in my resume. So every chance I get, if like you know what you're going to do already or you have some fair idea of what you're going to do after, you know, after graduating while you're still a student, take an internship already. But I've uh, for the different companies that I've worked for, actually, In each one, I have worked with an intern. And it's been pretty interesting how 
all of the things that they're able to do, they're able to add, or most of the things that they're, they're doing, they're able to add to their resume. And, and I know how impactful that is. Actually, a very, very early version of Liab uh, used to revolve around internships instead of actually, you know, career education. It was really more about internships. So one of the things that we really wanted to do is like transform internships in the Philippines to be more meaty and and significant so that when they put when anyone puts it on the resume it's it's gonna make a huge difference in how you look for jobs and actually make a huge difference in like you figuring out what do I like doing what do I not like doing what do I want to pursue next right that's great to hear actually because a lot of the well just coming from experience when I was about to take my internship before I was super lost I didn't know where to start I didn't know where how to start looking for one if I even needed one because my course actually did not require me to have an internship. Parang if I if I were to look for one, extra effort na lang siya from my for my part. So that's really interesting what you're doing. My question is though, since you said naman that you, you weren't able to take an internship, but obviously you do encourage um, people to take the the internship right now. Do you advise them to take more than one? Oh yeah, yeah. I. I... It was very interesting for me when I was working for a startup, actually, that I found out a lot of the interns that we were taking in. Um, this is either like their second internship or it's uh, it's one of the internships that they're planning to take. So I like that strategy of them, actually, because so you're still a student. You don't know what the environment is going to be like, let's say, if you go to corporate or if you go to uh, well, a local corporation or like, let's say, a multinational corporation or, or a local startup, right? All of those environments are, are very different. And what's great about internships is like you can test out and try each one because you'll stay there for what, one, two months, do some work there, and at least you get to have a, have a feel of what it's like working for each of those types of companies. And so when it's time for you to graduate, you're able to decide, okay, I want to try this environment because I, I, I'm, I enjoyed it the most, right? Versus just trying to figure it out in the first couple of years of your career. And that's how we end up with a lot of job, hunt, uh, job hoppers. Um, like within, within the first two years of your early career, we, we see that a lot in, in fresh grad resumes or young professional resumes where it's like short stints. Uh, in different sorts of companies, which, you know, is not necessarily a bad thing. But a lot of the times when I interview those people, it's really because, oh, I figured out that it's not the right job for me or it's not the right environment for me. Um, so an internship would allow you to do that, except that it, it's not frowned upon or it doesn't look weird that, you've, you know, you've done three, four internships in the past versus three, four, you know, jobs uh, in early in your career. So that's that's one great thing that you can do. You can try out the different things, especially if you're still trying to figure it out. You don't know what you want to do really. So you can do like a marketing internship first and probably a sales internship next, right? Just so you are able to collect data points about whether this sort of job, sort of environment, culture is what is right for you. That's correct, no. Actually, this is a very interesting point. A lot of the fresh grads tend to jump from one company to the other because they realize it's not for them or hindi nila alam ko ano yung pinasok nila for some. So this is really, it's harder because if it's an actual employment or if it's not an internship, 
a lot of the paperwork has been done, a lot of the screening has been done compared to the internship na it's really meant to be a short period of time. So this is really where they should start experimenting and looking for what re- what re- kind of job really is for them at least. Again, it's not going to be foolproof, but at least na, na- experience nila somehow. I guess yeah. my next question is, you know, what type of internships are available out there? You know, I, I know there are internships that are with allowance. There are internships naman na walang allowance. May internship that are based on the number of hours because it's a requirement from um, schools. So for those who are not so familiar with how it works for other, like someone who's just really wanting to take an internship, but they're not really required. How, what are the kinds of internship out there and what do they need to consider when they look for an internship? Yeah, so... I like that you mentioned first, like, if there are different types of internships and whether they are paid or not. Um, I'm going to go right ahead and tell everyone, you you have to make sure that you get some form of allowance in your internship. Um, I personally advocate for getting paid internships. Um, I actually think that companies that, you know, are hiring for interns, like, they really have, let's say, oh, we're looking for interns, that sort of thing they better make sure that they can compensate the intern or at least give them some allowance that it's really not free labor. Internships are not free labor, right? So um, if a company posts an, uh, an internship opportunity and they're not giving you an allowance, um, I would be alarmed with that and probably discuss it with the company like, hey, um, will there be some compensation or allowance here? That, that's very important because at the end of the day, you're still doing work for them, Right. I guess the in there would be very very rare cases. I guess that I would be I would say okay, it's okay if you are in an unpaid internship. And the very very rare cases that, for example, you really like this company, you really like this company. They don't have internship positions, so you are the one who like went to them or or emailed them and communicated with them that hey, I really like your company. I want to work with you guys. Um, I want to learn from your team. I want to like build expertise in the industry, that sort of thing. And then you ask them, um, you ask them for an internship or an apprenticeship, for example. Um, then you don't you you kind of don't have the leverage to say number, hey, and please pay me. Um, so that's one of the very rare cases that I guess it's okay for them not to pay you because like in the first place they weren't looking for and you know for interns. And then you're the one who said, hey, I want to do an internship. So if you're the one who offered and said, I want to do an internship with you guys, I know you're not looking for interns, but I'm willing to work for free. And you say that. Um, and and then it's a really a clear exchange. You get someone working for your team and I get, you know, experience or skills or, or domain knowledge. Right? That's that's the very rare case that I would say it's okay if you if you don't get an allowance. Otherwise, if a company says they have internship openings or they're actively hiring for interns, then they should be able to to at least compensate you. Um, even, you know, no matter how small it is, at least, you know, there was an effort and then there was an acknowledgement that there is value in, in you joining the, the team, right? So, so that's one type of internship. Um, I would actually look at internships in a the different way where it's like a part-time internship or a full-time internship because for example if it's a summer internship and are not taking any classes then there are internships where like they really expect you to be there like 
five days a week for eight hours. Uh, yeah, for eight hours a day, right? So there are like full-time internships and then there are part-time internships where it's either, hey, you're here for two days a week, two full days a week, or probably just like, oh, every day, but only for half day, that sort of thing. So there are part-time internships as well. And then we have, and then those are like in my head, that's one way to classify internships. Another way to classify internships, especially now during this new normal, is like it could be a virtual internship. So virtual internship can also just be full-time or part-time, but uh, a virtual internship is really just like the one that you do at home, like remotely, and you don't have to report to, to the company's office. That's, that's another type. Interesting. Actually, you mentioned virtual internship, and that was actually my next question. I know you've started, Leah, before the pandemic. And from your observation, I know you were, your intent was to make it less challenging for Gen Zs. But now with the pandemic, I'm sure it's even more challenging for them. So how do you think is it different for different in general in the industry to look for an internship during the pandemic versus pre-pandemic days? Okay. So I, I honestly think there are more internship uh, opportunities now than before. Uh, because before, if you think about it, companies were, were very much limited to, oh, well, how many people can we fit in this space? Like right. some, some companies would want to like get more interns, but sadly, they don't have enough desks or, or space, right? So a, a virtual internship works out because they're not limited anymore by how many we can properly fit in an office, right? So that's... That's one reason I think uh, there are more opportunities now. But uh, another another thing I think is because, and th- this is what I, I love about uh, Gen Zs in particular, uh, especially if the employer, they're like Gen Xer or Boomer na. Um, Gen Zs are what? Digital natives. So with the whole shift to, to virtual these days, um, some some you know gen xers or boomers might be having a bit more difficult time with uh you know adapting to the technology and the tools that we have to use uh to even make things happen in this digital workspace right so i i know some um some professionals who've actually decided to hire interns um over the quarantine because you know agencies are are digital native so Okay, if you need someone to like set up the Zoom calls and that sort of thing, right? or even like set up the live stream, for example, if, they, if a company wants to do like a Facebook Live, they'd hire like a media intern that can do streaming, that sort of thing. So, big lang, there are opportunities um, for internships that didn't exist before, uh, that didn't exist before um, this pandemic, right? So, so there's also that. So several different factors that really, um, I think, led to an abundance of internships now. But the, the problem lang is, and why it still feels kind of competitive now with, um, with, the, with applying for internships, is that ang kalaban mo na is not just the people in your ge- geographical area. So let's say it's a, it's a, it's a company based in, in Mahati. But so, you know, if you live all the way in Kaloocan, maybe you won't consider an internship there or for example, you it's a part-time internship, diba? And this is before pandemic, but companies in Makati, you are taking classes in Katipunan. So medyo malayo yung commute mo. And if it if it's a part-time internship where you only have to be there for like in the afternoon, um, 
ganun pa rin, yung commute mo hassle. So, you're not, you're probably not gonna consider an internship there. But now, because it's virtual, uh, you know, most employers, actually, yeah, most if not all employers um, aren't really, you know, I guess particular about where they get their interns. So, so free for all, no? Yeah, yeah. No, especially in the Liab community because we're not just like <laughs> Metro Manila, um, you know, members in our community. There are people from Cebu, there are people from Davao, there are people from Baguio, from Clark, diba? So, it's now they have a chance to get internships that are that are for companies uh, that are from companies here in Metro Manila, diba? So, now hindi na sila limited and that's what I I like about it. Eh. Hindi na sila limited sa kung anong available in their city. Now they can aim for bigger companies and better opportunities for themselves because of these virtual internships. So that's um that's been very great. But I guess the downside is for those in, in Metro Manila, medyo mas competitive na uh, landing these internships because yun nga, it's it's free for all na. Interesting, yeah. So I think we've established that you know internship is really important. The different kinds of internship and what how they could start looking for these internship, right? It's it's a typical the the job search or maybe they could just ask for any friends who are already working, upperclassmen or possibly relatives who are already in a different company. So different resources that they could use to start looking for internship opportunities because typically these companies will put out those ads um, anyway. And also a lot of the, I guess, the school eh, for, from Ateneo before, I know there's a placement office that helps a lot of the students or different like organizations such as you guys who help these Gen Zs look for all these um, internships. So I just want to move on to on the job. So I just want to debunk this. Just kapag sinabi mong OJT or internship, grabe pinapagawa lang kami ng kape, pinapakopy lang kami ng paper, pinap- you know, those little things, right? With, but me, coming from an internship, um, back, in, I actually interned in L'Oreal before. I know it's not the case. And I'm sure other internships are not going, hindi din ganun lang. It's not as simple as that. But I don't discount that there are other companies that are still, you know, parang baka ganun nga naman yung nangyayari. So, maybe we could talk more about that. The very early version of Liab um, was really focused on internships. And and my co-founder there, um, so it's called CCAP, S-Y-K-A-P, if you want to check it out. Um, I mean, we're not actively working on it anymore because we have Liab. But uh, why that started in the first place is because there are internships like that, and we felt so bad, right? Um, you are lucky you got uh, you got an internship in L'Oreal and everything, but like, how many out of the thousands of students diba, in Metro Manila, how many actually get internships at companies like those? Which means that the rest who, you know, even if they applied but they got rejected, right? So, um the rest who aren't able to land an internship like that, where do they look? So, and especially if a school requires internships, like, I mean, you got an internship and you're not even required, right? Imagine how it's like for people who have um, a required number of hours and then they really, really have to find one. So, nangyayari talaga yung, ano, yung pinapakuha ka ng kape, pinapaprint ka lang, ganyan. Kasi, kay, yung mga... Um, those who land internships like that get really desperate na, especially if it's a school requirement. So, 
they don't get to be picky na and say, oh, I only want a, an internship with this big company, with this big brand, that sort of thing. Hindi na. So it's usually the smaller companies um, na, na yun yung nangyayari when they take an interns. I'm not saying intentional yun. It's also because they don't have the machinery or, you know, the the resources to to make proper internship programs. Big companies have their own teams just doing one thing, which is just doing internships, let's say, diba? or just doing the internship program. So, naalagaan yung mga interns doon. But small companies, they're much more focused on the main line of business. So, hindi, sila kayang, hindi nila kayang mag-dedicate okay. ng isang buong team just to take care of interns. I'm not saying na yun lang yung ginagawa nila, but it does end up that way. Um, kunwari, mag-reset ka ng, ng router for the Wi-Fi, right? Kasi wala ka ng ibang magagawa. So, yun yung nangyayari. And, um, or actually, okay pa nga yun eh, kesa yung, let's say you were, um, wala talaga nag-aalaga sa'yo, may internship ka, may contract, and everything, may allowance, great, pero at the end of the day, nandun ka lang lagi sa, let's say, sa pantry, kumakain, or nag-YouTube ka lang, kasi walang mm. binibigay na work sa'yo. So may mga ganong internship talaga. That's that's why uh, a very early version of Liab existed. Seekup um, existed before because we wanted more internships na value adding talaga. May ginagawa ka talagang work na may training kang nahuhuha kahit papaano. So that's what we wanted to do, especially for small companies that don't have a comp- uh, don't have an entire team who can take care of interns. So parang that's what we wanted to do. Okay, let us take care of your interns for you. Pero yun, that, it, it wasn't such a scalable business model. And <laughs> yun. So yun yung, that's what happened. And then we had to like pivot a little bit into what we have is now. Yeah. Actually, totoo yan eh. It, it, it's really nice that you started that way back and you, because of the observations that you had. That's true. A lot of the companies don't do it intentionally, but it's really how the organization is made, diba? Like what you said, I agree. During our time when I interned, there was a specific person assigned to us just to make sure that the whole program is running well, just to make sure that we have activities to do. And coming also from another stint that I have where I also have interns, it's we have a smaller company, so we don't also have that kind of um, parang excess manpower. If not, it, people are dual-hatting just to make sure interns are taken care of. So, given that internship is really important and we've established it na parang it's some kind of um, a testing ground, right? For for both the employers when they try to look for employees and also at the same time for employee, for interns to be able to find out if this company works for them or not. So, what should they be mindful of during their internship and how do they mo- make the most out of their internship once they're there already? So I think it's really just down to two things that you have to be mindful of, which is like, I, am I gaining significant experience here? What do I mean by experience? So it could be the, the, literally anything. Like, are you doing any tasks, right? Or are you working on a project? Or are you achieving something? Are you helping anyone in the team? Um, if, you, if you are getting some significant experience out of it, that's very important already. So the minute that you feel like you're not doing anything or you're not helping anyone um, or you're not achieving anything in your, in your role, in your, yeah, in your function, um, that's something you should really be mindful of. Um, 
and that's during your internship, right? Of course, one way to screen for that before you, you know, sign, uh, sign and accept being an intern at a company is you have to check also what are your expectations from me? What tasks do I have to do? Are you going to assign me a project? Is there someone on the team that I have to assist? Um, what, what do you want me to achieve by the end of all of this? So that should be a conversation that should be had before you even decide to go intern for this company, right? The second thing is, and I think this is underrated or people often overlook this because it's like, oh, it's just an internship. Um, look for a mentor. Look for a mentor in that, in that organization. And someone, what, what I mean by mentor is not like, you know, the CEO of the company, especially if like masyadong maraming layers in between, right? Um, that's not the type of mentorship that uh, you should be looking for where it's like, oh, makakausap ko once yung person na I want to learn from. No, it has to be someone that you can regularly, you know, have conversations with. Because I think mentorship is really more about career conversations more than more, more than like having one like, you know, Q&A session with let's say some C-level in the company and like, hey, I have 15 minutes with you. This is the question I have to ask. And then that's it. And I don't, I don't consider that mentorship. I, I consider that like a consultation session where you, you know, you ask the question, uh, they answered it, and, and that's it. Let's call it a day. And I mentored you. That's, that's not what mentorship is like, is like. Mentorship is really supposed to be really learning from this person's experiences, right? So, whenever they share anything about how did they did this before. So it has to be someone that you work closely with. So one thing that you should be mindful of is, am I working closely with someone here? Am I working closely with someone here? And am I learning from this person? Am I having conversations with this person where I'm learning from their experiences? Because right? one of the goals of mentorship is that you learn from their experiences so you don't have to repeat the same mistakes or so that you can watch out for them, right? And not just in, in terms of career, but even in tasks, right? Um, I have in, in my first job, I had a really good, um, well, interview mentor. I mean, it's not like a formal mentorship, right? But because I worked in HR, I would sit in, in a lot of her interviews and she would, and then after like each interview, she would tell me, I asked this question because, or see how this person answered this question. This is Kenya. So parang, we're really having a conversation about the thing that I have to do, right? So I'm learning how to do the task because I'm having this conversation with this person. So, so think of how in your internship, is there someone that I am learning from here? Is there someone I'm learning a skill from or how to do a task or or, for example, can you guide me in finishing this project that they assigned me? That sort of thing. So those two things you have to be mindful of. Am I learning from someone here? And am I actually, you know, uh, gaining significant experience here? Those two things. I agree. I think I like your point when you said internship lang naman. So parang hindi ko pa kailangan. Sometimes people downplay internship uh, when mm -hmm. they're there. But one thing I realize is it's really an important um, experience for you because sometimes, like what you said, not everyone can get into a company for an internship. The moment that you're there already, you should treat it with you should treat it wholeheartedly, and you should really put all your parang one hundred percent there because you should treat it as if it's on your actual job. It's your foot in the door already. You're there already. You're meeting with a lot of people. You're dealing with different kinds of people. You should start building your network and be proactive about it. Because 
that's a very limited amount of time. Imagine companies have a lot of interns in different cycles, in different, uh, diba, parang, hindi lang naman yan one intern per year. They have a lot of interns. So you're, you're not naman competing, but you're being assessed against other people. It's just human nature for them to do so, right? So you need to be able to stand out also, especially if you intend to go in that, com- to apply in that company after you graduate and become a full-time employee because whatever performance that you have during that time in your internship would really reflect and they would look back, ah, itong intern na to, masipag to nung time na, na nag-intern siya sa atin. Or on the flip side na parang, actually, hindi siya masyadong nag-give ng impression sa amin. Parang sakto lang. Parang ganun, di ba? So you wouldn't want that to happen because that's your one shot or one pitch to that company to say, hey, you should look at me and you should employ me because I can do this and that based on your experience as an intern, Yeah, and right? just to add to that, no, um, even if you're not, planning to apply for that company after, you should still treat Correct. it like a real job. You know why? Because where are you gonna get your references from? Diba? Tayang, when you apply, when you start applying for jobs na, they're gonna look for character references. Sino nga refer mo? Siyempre yung internship. Actually, even if hindi mo sinabi na, uy, pwede nyo tawagan yung, yung uh, boss ko from my internship because the details are already in your resume, and if, if for example, I'm, I'm the recruiter and may kilala ko sa company na yun, I'm not even gonna tell you that I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask my, let's say, I, I know someone there, I'm like, oh, kilala mo ba si, si Mish? Nag-intern daw, daw siya dyan last year. Kamusta siya, hmm. ba? And so you have to think about, anong sasabihin nila about me? Whether or not you provide them as reference, there will be something to be said about you. So you have to make sure that that, that something is is for the benefit of your career, right? Yeah, I think that's what they're underestimating, that bas, kahit wala yun sa resume, they won't have a way to connect. But honestly, I, I agree. It happens even now at the job, on the job. It's not internship anymore, but when we try to hire someone and we see a lot of connections, kasi malit lang naman ang industry, ba? Especially if it's the same industry, like for example, for the banking industry, you ask around, you will get feedback from other people. Hmm. So, how you perform really will reflect and will g- get around, diba? When people start asking about you. I have a curious question. You said kasi you were from HR. What is the purpose of the internship usually, diba, for the company? Is it because they want, they need additional, like, help or additional labor or are they looking for trainees, mga ganon? And when they look for interns, what particular skill sets or what particular thing do, do will stand out? Para dun sa mga college students natin who are like curious on how they could make themselves stand out as well. Yeah, sige. The first question is is why companies do internships in the first place. On one hand, kasi it, it helps with employer branding in terms of like even if this person doesn't end up applying for let's say the the job, but they talk about it now. Okay, internship ko with this company. Ganyan. So even if it's not the person directly, yung sinabihan niya will probably apply there, diba? Yeah. Um and and it's low commitment pa meaning they don't have to hire this person for forever it's just for two months for example so so there is that um and usually it's because okay would they need the help um it could be like they need the help to work on a specific project that sort of thing and and usually hindi naman kailangan ng probably ng full time employee to do that so probably that's a that's a good way or Let's say someone's leading a project and then they just need the extra help, right? So that's also one reason why why we hire why why companies hire interns, right? Na 
hindi hindi enough yung work for a full-time employee but we do need some help so that's also uh, one reason companies will get interns your other question is what are companies looking for in interns right so yeah I, I really find it weird when companies have openings for internships that require experience. Because that's why they applied to you, Deva. Right? That's why they applied to you because they are looking yeah. for experience. But um, sadly, because um, if you are, let's say, so right? there are two candidates applying for the same internship role. One, see, candidate A has done an internship before, and candidate B did not do an internship before. Sadly, the company will still prefer the one who did an internship before. Kahit na, diba? if you think about it, the whole point of this per- person B applying for... Just to get yeah, experience. Um, and it's because the companies are looking for someone who they know can do the job. Diba? Na at the end of the day, I, we're, giving you, we're supposed to give you experience here and we're supposed to, to help you hone your skills, right? Pero it's better to work with someone who has skills in the first place Now we can just further develop versus someone na tuturuan pa namin ng skills uh, before before actually na maging um, that they become better at the task, right? So may ganon. So yeah. uh, companies are looking for for people that they can hone, hindi, hindi not necessarily like start from scratch, but but skills already. So existing skills, even if you're not an expert yet at those things, and no one, trust me, no one expects you to be an expert because you are an intern, right? But at least show that you have started to, like, for example, gain some skills already that you can further develop or apply. Um, that's definitely something that's very important in, uh, in let's say, we're talking about like your resume, right? Uh, one of the things, because I know a lot of people worry about when they're applying for internships uh, is they need to submit resume. But they worry about resume. I know that some people, they are able to join orgs and they're able to do activities. So that's great for you because at least that, that's something that you can place in your resume. But I know that not all schools have orgs that are that active, right? So, so right. Ko? then that's where your skill section comes in. Doon mo na talaga highlight. Ito yung mga kaya kong gawin. Wala pa akong experience in doing these things. Pero ito na yung, it, this is a full list. So yung... I think a lot of people underestimate the skill section kasi of the resume. So minsan talaga may mga nakikita yeah. ko dun na nakasulat lang Microsoft Office speaks Filipino and English and then ganyan. <laughs> and and for me, parang it doesn't give me a peek into what skills you, what you can do, diba? Kasi um Correct. the mere fact na may nagawa kang resume, marunong ka na mag-English. So alam ko na yon, hindi mo na kailangan ulitin. Hmm. Or like Marunong kang mag-Microsoft Office for sure kasi paano mo ginawa tong resume na to, ba? So, don't put skills na medyo obvious na. So, you wanna put, list down skills that will set you apart and that can match. For example, my, my internship post, my job description yan, what are their responsibilities? Make sure that the skills that you put there match what, uh, what tasks or responsibilities are in the role. Right, so that's definitely number one thing I'm looking for if I'm hiring for an intern. I will look for anything that matches what is needs to be done in the job. Um, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be like someone who will say na oh I'm looking for org experience I'm looking for 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 you know part time experience or ganyan. That's not what I'm looking for. At the end of the day, what I'm looking for is proof that you can do the job. 
So anything, whether that's like org experience, whether that's a project in class, or whether it's just your skill section, if that can show me that you can do the job, then that's what's going to get my attention. Since we're talking about resume now, let's just jump into the next question where how do they put the internship experience in the resume? Supposedly, natapos na nila yung internship experience nila. How do they put that uh, and articulate that in the resume effectively? So, and I wanted to, to share a quick uh, story lang where in uh, an internship program that we that we launched in a company that I used to work for, um, that is the last workshop that they have to do. So we we introduce like some little training sessions for our intern for our internship program. But by the end of it, we have a resume writing workshop for them, where they get help from their mentors themselves to add what they did in the resume. Right. So um, I think that's something that if you are like, you know, if there's a professional listening, na, na assign ka ng intern, the least you can do by the end of that person's internship is guide them also on how to how to add what they did in the past two months or past 200 hours into their resume. <laughs> so um, just wanted to, to say that for your listeners no, in case some uh, just a good idea for you to do to help your your interns. Right. Um. But how to add it? Basically, you really just focus on, okay, what did I learn from this? What did I learn and what impact did I leave with the company? Diba? So, so one of two things lang naman yan eh. Um, either, or, or both, diba? Um, where you were able to do so many different things. So one of the things that you can do is like list down the tasks, right? Because um, for, for some people, screening resumes, what's, What's also important kasi is like, okay, can you do this thing? And then so you listing down that, yes, I did this thing in my internship um, basically answers that question. Uh, but the, another thing that you can do to level that up is what have you achieved by doing that thing? Kasi one really good proof that you can do the thing is, okay, ito yung naging result. So add results and add your tasks in, in the internship. So if nahihirapan ka to think of what that is, um, by the end of your internship, that means you weren't mindful during your internship of whether you're learning something or whether you're getting significant experience. Kasi kung hirap kang maglagay ng anything, that means hindi ganun ka-significant or value-adding yung internship na ginawa mo. Correct. Yeah. I have one last question on the job before we jump into talking about Liab. If I, see, if I have interns in my company, parang what do I normally don't like? seeing. Kasi typically, they're so lost. Diba? Pagpasok nila, they don't know what to do. So, they don't actually know na mali yung ginagawa nila or hindi best practice yung ginagawa nila. Um, I'm a lot more patient with them. It's like, you know, parang I'm, I'm a Gordon Ramsay <laughs> like in MasterChef where if it's MasterChef Junior, I'm super bait. And then pag but yung actual master chef now with adults i'm like super strict because you are an adult right you you join this right. and then i have expectations from you pair with if it's like master chef junior um wala pa silang masyadong alam you should be a little bit more patient something that i wish they knew though uh, that they could avoid is like they are allowed to ask questions and even if it's a stupid question you are allowed you know why because you can get away with it yeah. <laughs> You know how, yun nga, again, back to my master chef analogy, diba? If a, if a child asks, um, like, how how to, like, turn on an oven or something, tuturuan ka, Uh-oh. diba? Pero pag, pag 
tinanong mo yun sa actual master chef, di ba? Sisigawan ka. Kasi bakit mo alam yes. magkuan ng oven, di ba? So, you are allowed, di ba? Kasi they are there to support you. I mean, if the company did the hiring right talaga and um, has set an internship program talaga na healthy um, yung culture or at least the reasons for doing it in the first place, um, the company will be very patient with you. So, or, or at least people there would be very patient with you. So, do ask questions all the time. If anything, be annoying <laughs> and ask these questions versus not asking the questions at all. Because I guess it's related to what you said, Debana. You don't want them to assume how something is done. Mali exactly. So, it's, it's better to be, you know, constantly asking questions anyway because, again, you can get away with it. Medyo expected na yun. Um, you are still allowed to ask a lot of questions because you're still learning and a lot of us would ha- be in that mindset. So don't be, I guess that's it. Eh. Don't be um, shy and afraid. If if I have to say a uh, pet peeve talaga, I don't like interns who are like quiet and shy and afraid to ask questions because that's primarily how you will learn for me at least. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's now talk about Liab. So this is what I'm excited about. I really want to know, you know, what made you decide to do this? What, uh, maybe give a uh, more background about what, what it's about and how it could help our listeners. Yeah, so, well, I already said that I started my career in HR, right? That's my very first job. And my role in that job was actually um, screening fresh graduates for, for entry-level positions and, and of course, uh, processing them if they're for the management training program. But basically, I deal with a lot of fresh grads in that role. And one of the things that I noticed kasi is that there's a lot of potential there. Um, even when I'm talking to a person during an interview, like I know that there's, there's so much that still needs to be like unearthed and everything, but what get what gets in the way is their own confidence or kinakabahan sila, ganyan. Or or sometimes I'd be um I'd be talking to a person and parang dami yung palang kayang gawin, ganyan, but the resume does not reflect that at all. Na parang okay, nakpasa ka to the interview, but then you know what I realized? You're a lot more you're a lot better than what your resume says. So there is a lot of potential there na feeling ko hindi lang nahon or or hindi lang sila nabigyan ng right skills and training probably to make a proper resume or how to conduct yourself in your interview to, to get you really hired. So that's one of the things that I noticed. And even when I left my job in HR and I continued to do other things, um, I was still a hiring manager. So I wasn't in HR, but I still had to interview and screen resumes for people applying to to join my team and that's still something that i noticed even for um professionals with like five years of experience sometimes that still gets in the way so why we decided to to start the uh, as a career education platform is really so that well on one hand um i think the most immediate thing is really okay let's let's help you land the job let's help uh let's help you create your resume or you know, uh, let's give you tips on how you answer your interview questions so that you can get hired and that, you know, your your best self really shines through these different uh, chat, well, the different steps in the screening process, right? So that's why um, we do resume consultations, we do mock interviews. And so, so that's one of the things that we do. The other thing is um, I've also noticed that a lot of people 
um, still think think quite traditionally about their careers. Meaning, ah, ito yung course ko. So, dapat related sa course ko yung kukunin ko. Or, and then, or some of them feel like, ah, too late na eh. Ito na yung kinuha ko. So, hindi, kahit na hindi ko talaga gusto to and mas gusto ko yung other thing, uh, I can't I can't shift my career anymore. May mga ganon. Or even, um, ah, sabi kasi ni, ni mommy or ni daddy, ito yung kukunin kong, kukunin kong role. Tapos, biglang, hindi na pala siya ganun ka in demand when I graduate or, For example, it's not what they painted it to be. Um, so that's one common experience a lot of us have. Like personally for me, my parents were never employed with a company. So they, like we have our own family business and my dad's an engineer. So the, they've never had to go through like a hiring process and everything. So in terms of like career advice, I can't go to them. <laughs> and so who, who am I supposed to turn to, right? So that's why the other part of what we do at the is really career education. Okay, you want you want to figure out first what, what you want to do with your career. Okay, let's talk about it. Let's try to figure that out for you. Or okay, ano bang mga available na, na career paths for me? So we do career talks also with schools just to clarify, especially with K-12 program now, diba? Because even with that, we had to, to choose our course when we, we graduate high school and and even then it was way too young for us but then now it's like a lot earlier because you have to pick your your strand or track for senior high school so it's really providing as much information as we can so that they can make the right career decisions um that's why we're really focused on on career education even if like even when we're doing kasi mock interviews or resume consultations it's still an educational experience for our for our learners kasi Okay, we're teaching you how to do this. Now, hopefully, hindi ka na babalik sa amin to to create a resume again kasi natuturuan ka namin how to do that. 'Di ba? So, 'yun lang. Um that's really what we we do in Niabets. All about making sure that you know, the next generation of Filipino workers gets all of the support and resources that they need to have fulfilling careers. That's really a nice thing that you're doing. Uh, ako I wish I had Liab when I was looking for a job or when I was looking for an internship before. I was so lost. And yun nga eh, parang it's really nice that you're doing all these things right now. So how can they reach you? Or how can they uh, look for Liab or schedule a consultation? Yeah, so everything you need to know is on our website, liab.ph. So that's L-I-Y-A-B dot P-H. Um, so everything you need is there, but I would actually lead you all to our career support group on Facebook. So we have a Facebook group. It's called Liab Career Support, where you can ask questions, um, you can participate in our polls, and we have discussions every week about, like, for example, oh, what benefits are you looking for? Are you like our most recent one? Uh, just the other day was like, are you considering working outside of the country? And in the yes, what countries do you wanna? you want to go to that sort of thing because i love the con- the types of conversations we'll have with people online especially because you know i i hate thinking about the job market as a competitive thing now we're all you know competing against each other for a limited amount of roles out here i i like a community and and this is what i want for the next generation so i've i've really seen how different it is for boomers and probably some gen x some older gen xers where they they feel constantly like they're competing with each other with their yeah. peers 
I don't want that for for well millennials primarily because I'm a millennial but also yeah. for for the next generation I want them to be supportive of each other so for example kung reject ka in this opportunity share it with others na lang na hey na reject ako dito baka pwede sa that sort of thing or like wag kayong magdamot ng career advice or or ng insights or any knowledge that you have on the industry really I just that's what we want to foster with the yab because I don't want it to stop with me na I'm trying na I'm providing like career support for everyone but I want it to be a community of people talaga who are supportive of each other in in each other's careers so that's how we want to see it and that's how I see like an empowered next generation of the Filipino workforce looking like they're empowered by each other and hopefully you know all of you listeners can can be a part of that so jo- join our Facebook group Yeah, that's really a very nice and empowering campaign. So I really hope all the listeners here who are, you know, struggling and don't know how to start looking for a job or how to improve their resume, please do check Liab. Um, like what Dear Day said, just head on to their website and just check how you can connect with anyone there and also in the community. Diba? Like, you're right. Typically, we try to think that everything's like a competition. But honestly, if we could start uplifting and helping each other out, it would be a better workforce in the future. So I guess just conscious of the time, what are your last minute advice to anyone who's looking for an internship right now? I guess my last minute advice is really think about what you want to prototype or test about yourself, right? we all start out not knowing a lot of things. So what are the things? Start with, okay, what are the questions that I want to answer? Um, if it's as simple as, like, do I like working in Mahati? Or, or do yeah. I like working remotely? Uh, even if it's something like that, just be intentional about your experience. Para walang, walang, hindi sayang yung experience. Walang tapon. So even if at, at the end of the day, sobrang boring nung ginawa mo, but you were able to answer, I guess, a question for yourself as well. Um, that's also valuable enough because at least you you get an answer to your question. So that's probably my last minute advice. Just be intentional about your internship experience. Think about the question that you want answered and try to get an answer for that through your internship. Correct. So over the past hour, we established that internship is really important. It's your foot in the door in most companies. And also you should treat it as if that it's your actual job and not just, you know, a trial period. Even though it is from your perspective, but from an employer point of view, it's also their way to start looking for talent. So it's really your chance to do well and to make an impression and create your network. My last question, because this is a misconception podcast, what's a common misconception about you, Deirdre? A lot of people think I'm an intro, uh, an extrovert. <laughs> a lot of people think I'm an Are extrovert. Not? I'm not. I'm. I'm. Re- see, so that's a really um, that's a legit misconception about me. People think I'm an extrovert, but I've taken so many tests, and I'm always an introvert. Uh, an introvert, and then I've taken the ocean, and I scored like a a twenty one on extroversion, which means it's like really really low. I'm. Huge, huge introvert. Actually, I can like disappear for two weeks without talking to anyone, and I'd be okay. Um, so, so there's that. Uh, a lot of people think I'm extroverted, but uh, I'm really not. Thank you so much again for your time today, and I know it's your birthday, but thank you for spending this hour with me today, dear Dre. Thank you. Thank you so much. 
That's it for today's episode of Misconceptions. If you enjoyed it, please share this online with your friends. Don't forget to like our Facebook page, Misconceptions Podcast, and do follow us on Instagram at Misconceptions. See you in the next!